The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including Gate Global Impact, Seed Equity Ventures, and Patch of Land. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and our guest today is Becky Mac- Bessie McIntosh. Sorry. Hello. That's all right. I apologize. It's horrible. Bessie is the co-founder of Aceta. Uh, Bessie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Devin. I'm happy to be here. And we're thrilled to have you. The pleasure's all ours. Bessie, you and I were just talking before we got started here about the name of the company, Aceta. That's kind of an interesting name. Where does it come from? Well, Aceta comes from the language Twi. And Twi is the language that our tribes people speak. We work with tribes who are our beekeepers. And when my wonderful business partner, Anthony Baron Kirk, first found the passion to start this company, he went over to Africa and he met with the different villagers and proposed this idea of a cooperative of beekeepers uh, to bring this beautiful honey into the world. And on his last day, as he was driving away from one of the villages, he had a group of the village children start chasing after the truck. And all these children were yelling, Asita, Asita. And that's where the name came from. That's great. That is just great. (laughs) So, Bessie, um, tell us a little bit about bees and what role do they play in our food supply and, and why are there problems with bees? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, Devin, when you think about bees, what are they? They're pollinators. Uh, we think of them as going from flower to flower, bringing one seed of the flower to the next and creating the space for that flower to bloom. Well, it goes much further beyond that. Uh, Bees are responsible for pollinating over 130,000 plants. And so really let's think about that. What does that mean? Well, in industry, it means that about 40% of our world's economy comes from biodiversity. And bee pollination directly corresponds with the biodiversity of any ecosystem. So there's that first part. The second part is the problem with the bees we're having is we're having a devastation of them dying out. You know, it's known as colony collapse disorder. And what's happening is bees are just disappearing. And there's a lot of research out there. They're finding the reasons why, uh, but really it comes down to pollutants. We're polluting our environment. It's affecting the bees. Bees are dying. And where does that leave us? It leaves us without plants. Yeah, it's pretty scary because we eat plants and we eat things that eat plants. Absolutely. Absolutely. So really, if you think about it, uh, the fate of humanity and uh, the abundance humanity can have directly correlates with beehives. So tell us about what you found in Ghana. Mm, in Ghana, we found a ancient pristine forest. It is a wildlife refuge named Mole that has been protected by the Ghanaian government since before protection of land needed to be in our world. And um, what we found was tribes people who needed an industry. And we found bees. And we found a way to cultivate a beekeeping cooperative to create an industry for these tribes and to grow a healthy bee population. So 
how are they cultivating bees in Ghana? I think all of us are familiar here in the developed world with the little white boxes that get stacked up on farmers' land, and 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 I understand those get moved around a lot to pollinate fields and crops of all different sorts. Farmers pay a fee for that, but what's going on in Ghana? How does this work there? Well, it's interesting. You have the land, you have the forest that's protected, and then you have about 33 villages that dot around the forest. And we had a non-GO, thankfully, that had gone on years before we came onto the scene that taught these villagers how to harvest honey in a more sustainable way before they were burning down trees to get to the hive. And what the NGO brought in was a top high bee bar. It's basically a wooden box with a metal top and they bait bees by just dabbling a little bit of their honey into the box. And within a couple of days, the villagers will come back and the bees will already be building their hive. And so it's completely wild. There's no, uh, there's no supplemental feeding. Um, we're not giving the bees any kind of hormones or anything else that some beekeepers have to give their bees in order for them to survive. They're able to go out into the wilderness and pollinate from wild plants and create a wild honey. I and mean, it's very natural. It's just the way bees have been doing business for eons. And does the honey taste different than the honey we're familiar with from the grocery store? It does. It does taste different. It has a very gourmet, unique, bold, dark flavor to it. Uh, you look at the honey, it is a, the color of a brownish black. It's absolutely beautiful. It doesn't even look like honey. It's a little thicker. Um, and the taste is just extraordinary. It's hard to describe. Most people who taste our honey for the first time, Devin, they're just like, wow, they're blown away. <laughs> what is this? It tastes amazing. And so you're selling uh, raw honey. What does that mean? Uh, how have you treated it, processed it to get it into a consumer's hands? Well, I think that's the key. It's the non-processing of the honey that makes it raw. Uh, so we proclaim that our jars of honey, straight from the hive, all we do in Ghana is it's extracted from the, the hive itself and then it's strained. Uh, from there, we put it in huge barrels, ship it over to the United States, and then we're very, very careful with the temperature. So when you talk about raw honey, uh, you can kill the honey. You can kill the enzymes and the probiotics that are in the honey. Those are some of the uh, attributes of honey that make it such a wonderful health food for you. Uh, so most honey out on the market happens to be dead honey. It's been heated up. It's been pasteurized. Ours is raw. We've kept it under the temperature it needs to be to keep it in its natural form straight from the hive. Okay. Now you also sell a couple of other products. You sell shea butter and a gourmet chocolate. Tell us a little bit about those products. Mm, okay. Well, the shea butter is absolutely divine. It is one of the most natural substances you can put on your skin. If you're worried about wrinkles, shea butter, uh, acne, um, eczema, just dry skin, little bit of sun protection. It does have a very low SPF naturally to it. Uh, and it's straight from nature. And it is just absolutely luscious. I can't wait for you to try it, Devin. Um, but the shea butter comes from the shea nut, which is from the shade tree, which happens to be the same trees that our bees pollinate from. Um, so there's the connection with the shea butter. The other product, brand new, literally came out last week, is our Acida Fine Chocolate Bar. 
I'm uh, really excited about this because first off, let's face it, chocolate is sexy and it's delicious. And we have been able to create a fine chocolate bar using only three ingredients. We're using our raw honey from Ghana. We're using raw cacao and raw cocoa butter from the upper Amazon of Peru. Um, and the situation there is pretty similar to what we have going on in Ghana. They're family farm co-ops uh, creating a raw product uh, in, a, in a healthy, biodiverse ecosystem. Wow, sounds delicious. Now, yeah. how do you buy the chocolate? I think you're, you, people don't just go to the grocery store to buy your chocolate. Yes, yes, we are a very inclusive company with everything we have going on. Uh, with the chocolate bar, our Acida Fine Chocolate, uh, we have a situation where this is a handmade chocolate. Uh, it's very artesian. Uh, so that means we have a bit of a limited supply of it. Uh, so we're in the process of creating a buyer's club where so many people will be able to sign up to be a part of our club and we'll be bringing out the chocolate bar so many times a year and they'll have first dibs on buying the chocolate bar at a wholesale cost. Uh, the good news is we will be opening up our Acida Fine Chocolate to one retailer, a local retailer, Harmon's, uh, and that should be in there within the next couple of weeks. You'll be able to find us with all the other gourmet chocolate bars. Wow, sounds yeah. delicious. Well, Bessie, you have become uh, a role model to a lot of people, an icon. People look up to you as a, uh, a powerful example of social entrepreneurship <laughs> in, in our community. Thank Who you. Who do you look up to? Mm, oh, there is many people I look up to. Um, but the one that is bubbling to the surface right now is uh, Aaron Brockovich. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners and yourself know all about Erin Brockovich. Uh, but for me, I look at her as this woman. You know, she's just she was just a somebody. Right. And she saw a need. She met people through her connections and she found that they had cancer. And she wanted to know why there were so many people in Hinkley, California with this cancer. And so she took it upon herself to take her passion of helping people connect with them and ultimately sue a huge gas company and um, bring justice to those people. And, and she's still doing that today. I mean, she's out there fighting the environmental causes and making a difference in this world. That's uh, great. Great example. And, and that's one uh, no one had used before, though very apt. So huh. um, as, as you think about uh, your crusade to, to make the world a better place, uh, what's your connection to it? Why do you personally care about this? What, what's important to you about this? Oh, well, I think that goes back to childhood. Um, when I was a child, I just always had this feeling that I have to change the world. I have to do something big. And when I was eight years old, I lived in a very rural place in, in Nevada. There was this hill clear off in the distance, and I always begged my mom, please let me go hike that hill. There's a treasure on the other side. And of course, my mom isn't going to let me wander the desert to go check out what's on the other side of some hill. But I ended up having a dream. And in this dream, I got to hike this hill. And on the other side of the hill, there was beehives. And I was a little disappointed as an eight-year-old girl because I'm like, beehives, that's not treasure. Um, and then it, it finally connected for me when I met Anthony Baron Kirk. I tasted Aceta Wild Honey for the first time. And I felt 
the honey permeate every cell of my body. And then I felt this vibration start at the bottom of my feet and it just came all through my body and out through my crown. And I just had this knowing that I had to bring this honey into the world. And it wasn't just bringing the honey into the world. I just knew that it was connected to building healthy bee populations. And then I had my answer, I fulfilled it. Like, oh, I am here to change the world in a big way. Oh, that's great. Perfect story, perfect story. Oh. Now, as we ask all of our guests to give us an impact hack, uh, some tip or idea that will help us do more good in the world, what's your impact hack? Mm, connecting with breath. I take at least five minutes a day to clear my mind and just breathe in and breathe out. And when I breathe in, I breathe in abundance and health and I breathe out gratitude. And what this does for me, Devin, is it gives me a moment to silence everything around me and connect in with my own intuition, with spirit, with my own connection to the guiding force. And it brings me clarity and it brings out my creative genius. And I think all of us could do that in our own way. It doesn't have to be breathing in abundance and breathing out gratitude. It could be breathing in anything you really want to um, expand in yourself and then breathe out that gratitude. Oh, that's great. Well, I really appreciate that. Before you go, tell us how people can learn more about Aceta and connect with you. Oh, yes, please. You can find us at acetawildhoney.com and hear all about our story and go more in depth into our missions and what we're creating in the world as well as being able to connect into our mission personally by buying any one of our products. Because when you choose to vote with your dollar and grab a jar of honey, our jar of honey is directly helping grow a healthy bee population. So you can be a part of that. Um, another way to connect with us is on Facebook as Cedar Raw Honey, and then also Twitter at Cedar Raw Honey. And then you can always contact me personally at Bessie at acetarawhoney.com. Fantastic. Well, Bessie, thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today. We wish you every success in growing your business and preserving healthy bee colonies around the world. Thank you, Devin. It's been a pleasure. All right. Let's do some good. Thank you. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact, GGI, uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Seed Equity Ventures is a registered broker-dealer with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of both FINRA and SIPC, providing investment banking services to startups globally. Seed Equity's mission is to find the best and brightest entrepreneurs and connect them with global investors. Patch of Land is the leader in real estate crowdfunding with a mission to provide real estate entrepreneurs with easy access to capital from thousands of investors who want to invest in the revitalization of American neighborhoods. Patch of Land is building wealth and growing communities. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, 
entrepreneur or other change maker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.